Well, it's goodbye to the elevator music. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> All right, Cincinnati, it is time for this town to get down. You got Johnny. Dr. Johnny Fever, and I am burning up in here. What? We all in critical condition, babies. But you can tell me where it hurts, because I got the healing prescription here from the big KRP musical medicine cabinet. Now, I am talking about your 50,000-watt intensive care unit, babies. So just sit right down, relax, open your ears real wide, and say, give it to me straight, doctor. I can take it. This is News To Go, your daily news podcast featuring news from various news outlets, Heard via our Anchor podcast app and playing on iRadio daily until mid-afternoon. Now the news. News Nation This Hour, I'm James Sears. The United States plans to confront Russia over its military buildup at the Ukrainian border during a UN Security Council meeting today. Meanwhile, top U.S. senators say they're close to finalizing what they call the mother of all sanctions on Russia. That would target Russia's banks, cripple its economy, and bolster aid to Ukraine. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says while there's still room for diplomacy, the U.S. will follow through on consequences if pushed. One of the things about sanctions is once you once you trip that, uh, then the deterrent effect is lost. So I think we've been very, very clear that we're going to look at sanctions and economic consequences, the likes of which we have not looked at before or even considered. Millions of people are again preparing to bundle up for more winter weather. Texas is bracing for record demand on electricity this week when a cold snap moves in. It comes after a historic storm buried some East Coast cities and up to 30 inches of snow and caused three deaths. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin defended President Biden's pledge to nominate the first black woman to the Supreme Court after members of the GOP say it politicizes the nominee process. Durbin pointed to Republican presidents who did the same thing. It was Ronald Reagan who announced that he was going to appoint a woman to the Supreme Court, and he did, Sandra Day O'Connor. And it was Donald Trump who announced that he was going to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg with a woman nominee as well. A new ABC poll shows 76% of Americans want President Biden to consider all possible nominees, while 23% want him to only consider black women for the role. Spotify will add content advisories to any material that talks about COVID. The music streaming platform says it will direct users to public health sites in an effort to combat misinformation. The company has faced backlash for airing a podcast, despite concerns it's amplifying COVID misinformation. A Florida teen says he'll stop tracking Elon Musk's private jet for $50,000. Jack Sweeney runs the Twitter account Elon Jet, named after the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX. Musk offered him $5,000 to delete the account, but Sweeney countered with 50, and as of now, the two are at a stalemate. And football fans will either be cheering for the Los Angeles Rams or the Cincinnati Bengals at Super Bowl 56 on February 13th. The Rams will be playing at their home stadium in California, while the Bengals are hoping for their first championship. Buy News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the News Nation Now app. I'm James Sears. Winter storm watch in effect from Tuesday evening through Thursday evening, asterisk what, 
heavy snow expected. Initial snow accumulations of 6 to 12 inches with locally higher amounts through Wednesday night with additional heavy snow accumulations possible Thursday. Widespread blowing and drifting snow Thursday with winds gusting to 30 miles per hour. Asterisk where, portions of northern Indiana, southwest Michigan, and northwest Ohio. Asterisk when, from Tuesday evening through Thursday evening. Asterisk impacts, travel will likely become very difficult to impossible. Widespread blowing snow will likely significantly reduce visibility with large snow drifts over open areas Thursday. The hazardous conditions will affect midweek commutes. Asterisk additional details, a major winter storm is anticipated. Widespread disruptions of travel and commerce are expected starting Tuesday night and persisting through at least Thursday. Wind chill temperatures will be in the single digits Thursday and below zero Thursday night. Precautionary slash preparedness actions. This storm will bring potentially dangerous winter weather early Wednesday through Thursday. Unplowed roads are likely to become impassable over most areas. Plummeting wind chills accompanied by blowing and drifting snow could bring a potentially lethal travel situation if you become stuck in your vehicle Thursday through Thursday night. Plan now to make any needed travel changes to avoid travel during this time. Monitor the latest forecasts for updates on this developing major winter storm. Detailed forecast today mostly sunny, with a high near 30. Light south wind becoming southeast 5 to 10 miles per hour in the morning. Tonight mostly cloudy, with a low around 24. Southeast wind 10 to 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 20 miles per hour Tuesday rain likely after 1 p.m. mostly cloudy, with a high near 40. South wind around 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 25 miles per hour chance of precipitation is 70%. Tuesday night rain before 11 p.m., then rain, and snow between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m., then snow after 1 a.m. Low around 26. Southwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour becoming north after midnight. Chance of precipitation is 100%. New snow accumulation of 2 to 4 inches possible. Wednesday snow. High near 28. North wind around 10 miles per hour with gusts as high as 20 miles per hour chance of precipitation is 100%. New snow accumulation of 3 to 7 inches possible. Wednesday night snow. The snow could be heavy at times. Low around 17. Chance of precipitation is 90%. New snow accumulation of 3 to 7 inches possible. Thursday snow. Widespread blowing snow after 8 a.m. High near 20. Blustery. Chance of precipitation is 80%. Thursday night a 30% chance of snow, mainly before 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 4. Friday mostly sunny and cold, with a high near 16. Welcome to 2022 Talks, where we're following our democracy in historic times. And Joe Biden's weakness and incompetence is creating a very real risk of World War III. Look at what's going on. This would have never happened with us. 
At a campaign-style rally in Texas on Saturday, former President Donald Trump bashed President Joe Biden's handling of North Korea and the Afghanistan withdrawal. The former president said he might run again and said if given the chance, he would pardon people charged with criminal offenses after the January 6th Capitol attack. Trump ally South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham called the pardon proposal inappropriate. Graham told CBS he didn't want to send the signal that it is okay to defy file the Capitol. Republican Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, the current National Governors Association chair, said Trump should not lead the party or the country again. After touring the site of a bridge collapse in Pittsburgh over the weekend, President Biden stressed the need for nationwide infrastructure improvements and touted his Build Back Better plan. Across the country, there are 45,000 bridges in poor condition. It's It's just simply unacceptable. In COVID-19 news, cases are declining in many parts of the country. On Sunday, White House top medical advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci said things were, quote, looking good and going in the right direction. Spotify says it will add a content advisory to guard against COVID-19 misinformation. Joe Rogan's podcast there has provoked backlash for false vaccine claims. The United Nations Security Council will press Russia on its threatening Ukraine, according to the U.S. ambassador to the U.N. and Army Joint Chiefs of Staff Chair General Mark Milley urged Russia to stand down and choose diplomacy. Armed force should always be the last resort. Success here is through dialogue. Ireland has marked 50 years since Bloody Sunday, when British soldiers killed 13 while firing on a crowd of largely Catholic protesters. Thousands marked the anniversary of one of the turning points of the Troubles in Northern Ireland. Just days after the banning of Mouse by a Tennessee school district, two editions of Art Spiegelman's Pulitzer Prize-winning book about the Holocaust have reached the top 20 on Amazon. The McMinn County School Board voted to remove Mouse due to inappropriate language and an illustration of a nude woman, according to minutes from a board meeting. Finally, thousands of customers were without power in Massachusetts after a historic blizzard dumped as much as two feet of snow on Saturday. Boston tied its record for the most snow to fall in one day, with the city's sixth largest snowstorm of all time. I'm Nadia Ramlagan for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. North Korea's released images it says were captured from space from its most powerful missile launch in years. Pyongyang says it tested an intermediate-range ballistic missile, which could travel thousands of miles at full power. EU officials are in Ukraine for talks as tensions with Russia persist. Moscow insists it's not planning an invasion, but continues to amass troops and supplies at the border with Ukraine. Rosie Burchard reports from Brussels. In a fresh show of solidarity with Ukraine amid ongoing tensions with Russia, the European Commission Executive Vice President Valdis Dombrovskis is in Kiev for meetings with government officials and the country's Prime Minister. Ahead of the visit, the senior EU official said the bloc had provided Ukraine with around $18.9 billion since 2014 to support the country's reforms, modernization, and fight against COVID-19. Brussels announced a new emergency financial package made up of grants and loans for Ukraine last week, which Executive Vice President Dombrovskis is also expected to discuss with his counterparts in Kyiv. 
Mandatory COVID vaccines for health workers in England are reportedly about to be scrapped. The government's been warned its plan could result in crippling staff shortages in the National Health Service. It's thought up to 80,000 staff in the sector are unjabbed and would need a first dose by Thursday to meet the April deadline and stay in work. Cabinet Minister Simon Clark says it's being carefully considered. This is something we we keep under very, very close review. The reality is that uh, we introduced this measure to protect uh, both the NHS and the public from the consequences of people who aren't vaccinated, who are more likely, therefore, to get COVID and to infect others. We did that against the backdrop of the Delta variant, and that has now switched, as we know, to the Omicron variant now, which is more transmissible but less dangerous. I can't genuinely prejudge whatever decision is made. Obviously, we will reflect that new reality. The Indian government's being accused by opposition parties of purchasing the spyware Pegasus and lying about it. A New York Times report says Indian officials purchased the snooping software in 2017 as part of a $2 billion arms deal with Israel. Ishan Gurg reports from FSN's bureau in New Delhi. India's main opposition party, the Indian National Congress, is demanding for the country's information technology minister to be disqualified from the parliament. Mr. Ashnavi Vaishnav is being accused of lying to the public. Last year, he told the parliament and the country's Supreme Court that India had never purchased or used Pegasus. But several activists allege that their phones were hacked by officials. A petition in the country's Supreme Court alleges that officials used the snooping software on Prime Minister Narendra Modi's political opponents, journalists as well as senior government officials. Two independent expert witnesses told the country's top court that they found evidence of Pegasus on the petitioner's phones. The government is calling the whole controversy an attempt to malign the country's image. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. In September 1939, U.S. Senator William Borah said, There's something phony about this war. Borah's point was that England and France had declared war on Germany, but their militaries remained inert. And Germany had just blitzkrieg Poland, and the Poles were pleading for the English to come to their aid. So you know what the English did? England sent numerous bombers, demonstrating its potential to devastate Germany. But instead of bombs, they dropped 18 million propaganda leaflets on German cities. One army officer mockingly called it the confetti war. Senator Bora's phony war phrase was picked up by the press and civilians who also called it the Boer War or the Sitzkrieg because the soldiers were sitting on their hands. Citizens were told they were at war, but few saw any reason to take it seriously or to carry those recommended gas masks. One newspaper headline suggested Forget Hitler. Take your holiday. And then on May 10th, 1940, over eight months after the declaration of war, this false sense of security was dashed to pieces as the Germans began a military onslaught on the unprepared Allied forces in France and Belgium. The Germans outmaneuvered and blitzed through every weak spot in the lines of defense. England's new Prime Minister Churchill's first task was to announce an unprecedented military catastrophe. Hi, I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church, and friends, I'm here to give you a public announcement. We're at war. The devil is plotting our destruction, and one of his schemes is to lull us to sleep. The Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians 6, 10 to 12, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God 
so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Do you hear Paul's battle cry? Be strong. Put on your armor. Take your stand. Comrades in Christ, there is nothing phony about this war. There are four regiments of personal demonic intelligences arrayed against us. Do you ever feel surrounded on all sides by evil invaders? I pray you do. If not, why not? Some of you may not feel the danger because it doesn't touch your felt needs. This warning simply doesn't interest you. You're indifferent. So this isn't going to impact your life. May I press on you a bit? This is a very modern Western notion and a very dangerous one. What you're saying is that if you don't feel it's a problem, then its existence doesn't matter. And these evil forces, my friend, are no less delighted than the Germans were to see your boredom. Now, it's possible you may reject this for intellectual reasons. Pastor Joel, this is all phony baloney. We're in the enlightened age. The 21st century has advanced beyond all this superstition. We believe science explains humanity's problems. Granted, some of us may need some counseling, medication, more information. I might even grant, Joel, there's some bad apples in our world, but there's nothing more than that going on. Friend, is that how you simply explain away the events of recent years? Tony Merida writes, We think we're so advanced, and yet the streets still run with blood. Humans are being oppressed, treated like animals. Families are breaking down everywhere and so on. We're in a broken world that is influenced by the God of this age, 2 Corinthians 4.4. The Bible will not allow for a simplistic answer to the problems of this world. Paul, as a trustworthy and inspired possible apostle, is not uninformed about the real problems. He is informing us about the real, unseen battle beneath these visible problems. Friends, as I look at our world, I've really come to appreciate my Bible. It is quite informative and far from simplistic. 1 Peter 5.8 tells us the devil is a roaring lion seeking to devour. I personally know missionaries in the Ukraine who see him prowling right now as you listen to this. In James 4, we learn Mick Jagger was right. All of us have sympathy with the devil. My bad behavior reveals my tendency to ally with my enemy, like our first parents did in the Garden of Eden. And here in Ephesians, the devil is a liar and a schemer, not out openly attacking. He hides in the shadows, filling the atmosphere with a fog of lies so that you and I cannot know the truth. This, my friends, is how the devil primarily works in our culture today. He likes to whisper in our ears that we live in the age of reason, the age of empirical science. A materialist worldview can explain it all. The devil's scheme today is to convince us that there is no war going on in the spiritual. He wants to lull us and all our neighbors into a false sense of security. Just leave your armor of God at home. Forget the devil. Take a holiday. Friends, if we buy into the lie, we're letting the devil position himself and his army to destroy us. So Joel, what are we to do? Well, friends, the first step is to recognize the seriousness of our situation. Second, 
we remember that we don't go out in our own strength. Do you remember what Paul said? Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Friends, Christians are the most powerful people on the planet, (laughs) not because we're so great, but because of the strength of our almighty God. And we'll see more about how we should prepare for this tomorrow. But until then, remember who you are and who you belong to. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend, 